Today is Tuesday, October 22nd, 2019, and once again, I have not podcasted for like 11 days, so sorry, um, but I had a big project last week, and I'll talk about that in a minute, but the first thing is a really exciting, great news to share with everyone is that my mother has been, uh, what's the word, she has been um, released from hospice care. I know it's unbelievably. I you know you don't usually hear of people being released from hospice because hospice usually means that they're going to die. Well, my mother is doing so well and has consistently done well for months now that the her hospice nurse said that the hospice people who are in charge or whatever said that they need to release her because there's nothing more that they can do for her that she's doing so well. Well, I found this out because I. We were driving to a winery on Saturday, and I called her on the phone and was talking to her, and she said, well, you heard that I was released from a hospice, and I was like, no, my sister did not send us all an email about that, but um, I was so glad to hear that. That is like a huge relief, a huge ton of bricks off my shoulders. I just feel like um, you know, I don't have to worry about her as much anymore or, or have anxiety about her any, as much anymore, and it's just extremely happy. And, you know, she's extremely happy because um, she's also thinking that she doesn't need her oxygen as much as she used to anymore. She told me that she doesn't use her oxygen in her um, in her room at the living uh, assisted living facility anymore. She only uses it when she goes out to, you know, to meals or when she goes to my sister's house. So that's a really good thing, too. So I'm like, it's like man, this is just this is freaking amazing from... April, back in April, having a, a few weeks to live to now being released from hospice care is just unbelievable. I just, I cannot tell you how excited I am and how happy I am that, that I got to hear that news. I, I you know, going, going back to um, hearing about, um, like I, in my lifetime, I have never heard of anybody being released from hospice care. I can't even imagine that, um, there can be that many people. But she told me that in the state of Tennessee, she's only the third person in history to be released from hospice care. <laughs> I just think that's amazing. So I'm very happy about that. That's the good news I, I have to share this week. Um, of, of course, I'll be keeping up to date on what's going on with her, but um, that's the biggest, uh, biggest exciting news update about her. So... Um, uh, back to the reason why I didn't podcast at all last week is because I started a new project. If you might remember, um, I had last year I painted the kitchen and then I painted the dining room and then I painted the living room and then I stopped. Well, and then of course I had all the stuff with my father and then my mother, so I haven't been painting at all for almost a year now. So this week, or I should say last week, I got back to it. I had to finish painting the um, entryway and the hallway into the bedrooms. So um, I said, last week I didn't have anything on my calendar, no dentist appointments or doctor's appointments or getting my hair cut or anything like that. So I said, I have a free week. I'm going to spend every day and uh, bang out this job. So I already had the paint and stuff like that. I just needed to get a couple, a uh, few supplies. And then um, I started and uh, of course it takes forever to to tape everything off but um i started with the trim and i painted the trim the same stark white as the rest of the house and this time well in the hallway to the bedrooms there are let me count there's one two three four five doors 
There's two closet doors, uh, two bedroom doors, and a bathroom door. So I decided I was going to spend the time and paint them all the same white. I, and I say that because at one point, my husband's father painted the doors a tan color, like, like an off-white, but left the uh, door frame regular white. And it really looked weird to me. So I said, I I'm fixing this. So I painted all the doors stark white and the trim stark white and the baseboards stark white. And then I decided, you know, this is a, a good time to do this. So I decided I'm going to change all of the doorknobs. There was a, mi a mismatch of doorknobs. Some were the, the handle kind. Some were just a doorknob. Some were the kind that um, were put on with screws. And some were the kind that uh, it's got like a locking mechanism and you have to put a screwdriver in there to get it off. So I said, I'm, I'm replacing all these doorknobs. So I went on Wayfair.com, not that I'm giving them a uh, an advertisement or anything, but I found these chrome handle doorknobs that are square. Uh, well, the part that touches the door is square. And I um, bought three locking ones for the two bathrooms, or, or four locking ones for the two bathrooms and the two bedrooms. And then three passageways for the three different closets, one in the bedroom and then two in the hallway. Um, and it was actually not that hard to replace them, but some of them, um, these doors, I guess, had not been, doorknobs had not been replaced since they were probably original from the 1950s. And actually, I know that's true because underneath the metal of the doorknobs, it was pure wood. So it had never been um, replaced or, or taken off when they did painting. So I took all the, off all the doorknobs before I painted and then painted them. And then um, once it was all dry and set, I put all these new doorknobs on. And I think they look really amazing. I also think that they look really um, classic. Well, I should say they're chrome, so they're nice and shiny. Um, and I just, I think they really look classy. And they're heavyweight door, not door handles. And they look really cool. Actually, I will put a picture on the website of the doorknobs so you can see um, what I'm talking about. So then after I did all the trim and replaced all the doorknobs, well, I didn't replace the doorknobs until after I painted, but then I painted the um, entryway and the hallway to the bedrooms the same color as I painted the living room. So it's kind of like a, uh, a cream color, but it's got a hint of green in it because it kind of goes with the dining room. Um, so that color now goes throughout the dining, or excuse me, throughout the living room, in the entryway, and then down the hall to the bedrooms. So, um, and now that's all done. So it took me five days to do it, Monday through Friday last week. And that's why I didn't podcast, because I was so tired from doing all this painting and work all day. I was just too tired to sit down and do a podcast. Plus, by the time um, I sat down to do a podcast, or sat down to relax, my husband was home. And I never liked to podcast um, when he's home. Because I just think it's rude to close the door off and not talk to him. <laughs> so I just didn't podcast last week. But I'm podcasting now. So um, got that big job done. Now I have no plans to do any painting for for the foreseeable future. And I say that because before um, I moved in here, we had the office and the bedroom painted. So everything's been painted within the last five years. And now we're doing new doorknobs and everything is like the way it is. I think the only other project I might do is paint my bathroom because it's 
it's um, a flat paint, but it should be semi-gloss because it soaks up the moisture from the shower and steam and stuff like that. So I need to fix that. And I want to take down some old shelves that are not really um, appropriate for this uh, mid-century modern building. So they're way too modern. They look like space age shelves that my husband put up years ago. And I don't like them, so I'm going to take them down. And I want to rearrange the pictures in that bathroom too, the artwork and stuff. So um, I don't know when I'll do that job. Probably not until the new year if I do it at all. So um, now all of my, as far as I'm concerned, well, I know I do still have some home projects. I want to um, redo the closet in the office and have, um, what's that company that came in and did our closet in the bedroom? California Closets, I think it was. Have them come in and redo the closet in the office so that it's much more efficient in terms of storage space. Because I have too much stuff to store in there and not enough space. Anyway, so um, I guess I do have more projects to do, but definitely not until the new year. So the next thing is, now that we've um, got the whole house painted, we've been talking about, my husband and I, have been talking about buying new furniture for our living room. And... I mean, we've been talking about it. We've been looking online, looking at pictures and trying to get the kind of style we want. And we know we need a sleeper sofa because um, his parents come and stay with us during Thanksgiving and then again in the spring, usually around Father's Day. So that's almost summer. But um, they usually come twice a year. Now, they've come three times a year in the past, but I think it's generally just twice a year now. So we need a place for them to sleep so they sleep on the sleeper sofa. So... This weekend, we were free on Sunday, and we decided we were going to go out and just start looking at furniture. Now, um, we're not looking at anything high-end or um, outrageously expensive, you know, or, or big-name brands or anything like that. But um, years ago, um, we bought a dining room table. I should say we, my husband, bought a dining room table from Bassett Furniture. I'm sure you've heard of Bassett. Um, they have a store that's not too far from here. So we decided we would go, so we would start at Bassett just to see what they had. So on Sunday, we drove and um, went to the Bassett store and started looking around. And we saw um, they had lots of couches and stuff, and they have lots of options and stuff. Then we saw a sign that said 30% off custom furniture. And I was like, holy crap, we, got, we came on the right weekend. So um, we decided we were going to actually see if we could find a piece that we liked and fabric that we liked and, you know, the finishes that we like and so forth. So um, we first found a couch. And, and I, I'm, I'm going to say it's kind of mid-century modern in terms of uh, going with the, this building um, that we live in. It's The arms are about, I don't know, three inches, long, three inches wide. They're not very big. They're not, this is not a big, chunky couch. And it's got... Um, tapered dark wood legs on it it's a queen sleeper sofa um and then we just had to so once we chose the the style of couch that we wanted sofa whatever um we had to choose the fabrics now we brought a sample because there's one chair in the living that we're going to keep so we wanted to try to find a solid um solid fabric that would uh, match the pattern that's in that chair so we took a picture with the camera on the phone and brought it with us and pretty much matched one one of the stripes in the um, chair. And uh, we had this lady helping us, of course, and she 
pull out all these different wild fabrics with big patterns and stuff. And I said, and I told her, um, we're not looking for a pattern for the couch and the chair. We're looking for just a solid color because we already have a chair in the living room that has a pattern. So we don't want to be pattern on pattern. So we did find a color of this. It's like a twill, um, a soft twill um, fabric that is it's it's like a, a tannish beige just beige ish color i know that sounds very boring but it's darker than a than a uh, a beige i think it's more tan anyway it matches the one of the stripes in the chair perfectly so we chose that fabric and then we um, had to choose the pillow fabric and we decided of course to go with something wild so this this um big geometric shape diamonds with greens and blues and stuff in them. So the the uh, throw pillows will be, you know, the uh, pattern part for the couch. So um, we chose that. And we got a matching chair in the same, exact same uh, style of furniture and stuff. So um, we went ahead and once they she worked up the, the price, we were like, oh my God, this is, this is an, um, amazing how inex, not, I shouldn't say inexpensive because it was expensive, but, um, like we were, we were thinking that we would probably have to spend between five and ten thousand dollars for a sleeper sofa and a chair. Well, it ended up only being five thousand dollars. So we were like, okay, let's go for it. So we went. We decided we'd go for it. And then they said, well, you know, we have some um, financing options to go along with this if you want. And I said, well, you can do the financing option and get the sale price. And he said, they said, yes, absolutely. So we went ahead and did the financing for. 12 months, 0% interest, which is fine because we always pay stuff off before interest is incurred. So um, we went ahead and did the financing and got the whole thing. We also bought a, um, a rug as well. So the whole thing was $5,700 and I just, I couldn't believe it. And it's going to be here before Thanksgiving. So that's really good. That's when his parents will be here. So they'll come and, and have a brand new um, sleep, a sofa to uh, sleep on and I see the new furniture and the painting and the doorknobs and everything. So that's exciting. Um, so that's what we did over the weekend. Well, we went to a, um, wineries on Saturday, but um, the big thing was the furniture shopping on Sunday. And we're so excited about it. <laughs> so um, also last week, I did a lot of watching on Netflix because in my while I was waiting for the paint to dry and uh, when I was tired at the end of the day, I have been watching Schitt's Creek. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that um, show on Netflix, Schitt's Creek. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. I would just say go to Netflix and check it out. But they, they have five seasons of, of it on Netflix. And the sixth season will be be released in January on, I think it's a Canadian. Uh, it is Canadian. It's produced by a Canadian company. Um, anyway, um, I started watching the first season like, I don't know, last summer or something. I only watched like four or five episodes. And I just, and I had finished watching all of um, Women Behind Bars. And I didn't have anything to watch. I said, I'm going to go back to Schitt's Creek. So I went back to Schitt's Creek and got hooked on it and ended up watching the entire five seasons last week. <laughs> Which And I love it because there is a, I think it starts in the third season, a beautiful storyline between uh, one of the characters, David, and he meets a guy named Patrick and they fall in love. And it's just, I just loved to, I loved seeing their relationship develop over the next three seasons. Well, three, four, and five. Um, at the end of the 
fifth season they get engaged, so I'm sure that the sixth season they will get married. Um, but if you are if you have not watched Shit's Creek on Netflix, uh, I would suggest you check it out. And I, when I say Shit's Creek, it's S C H I T T S, that kind of shit. <laughs> the town is named Shit's Creek. So anyway, um, check that out. And then I just started watching yesterday the new Paul Rudd um, show on Netflix called Living With Yourself. And it's about cloning and how you deal with, well, I've, I'm only into the third episode, but um, I just think Paul Rudd is gorgeous. So I like everything he's in. Like He's the perfect kind of guy for me. Um, well, you know, he kind of looks like my husband too, so maybe that's why. <laughs> anyway, um, that's a good show too. So if you're looking for something else to watch on Netflix, check out... Um, Paul Rudd's show called Living With Yourself. Now, I have two voicemails to play, and they're both from Scotty, because, um, you know, as you know, Scotty is doing his podcast through other people's podcasts. I listen to, um, it seems like the shows that Scotty calls are all the podcasts that I listen to, because I, I hear a voicemail on Adam's show, Geeky Gay, and then yesterday I was listening to The Faye Driver, um, Pink Wheel Nuts, and... Um, Scotty called in there. However, on the Pink Wheel Nuts, we didn't actually hear Scotty's voice. I don't think um, Faye Driver realized that when he he was probably meaning to put that in after post or during post production, but didn't do it. Um, so, but anyway, Scotty called into his show too, and I have two voicemails from Scotty because he called one last week, and was it earlier this week or maybe over the weekend? So I have two voice voicemails from Scotty. So um, let's listen to the first one. G'day Archer, this is Scotty, Razi Butler, and hey, you know I'm going to London in December and got to see some musicals on the West End because they are way cheaper than here in stupid Australia and I was thinking of seeing Hamilton but I know everyone raves about it but why? I know it's something to do with presidents and something to do with minorities but is it actually any good is it just famous because it's american and when was the last time america ever produced a musical i don't know let me know have you seen it well scotty thank you so much for calling um that is great that you're going to london now i have to tell you i have never seen hamilton i don't i mean i know that it's about um uh, Alexander Hamilton back in the 1800s, early 1800s, when um, our country was being founded, but um, or formed, I should say. Um, I, I've heard about it. It's like this rapping thing. I don't know that I would enjoy it necessarily. I don't know that I'd be able to follow it because I, I'm not really good with the whole rap thing. Um, I mean, I hear it's great. I, I, obviously, it's great. I, and I don't know... Um, I don't know if it's a... I, 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 I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that I don't know if it's, it was written in America or not because you mentioned uh, America uh, musicals. But if you have a chance to see it, Scotty, I would suggest you go see it. I think you should go see it. So that's that's my advice. I sh you should go see it. I don't know if you heard that, but my email just dinged. Um, now, we do have one more from Scotty. And let's go ahead and listen to that one now. G'day Archer, it's Scotty, your Aussie battler. Why? Why is Apple so evil? 
I'm still resisting updating to iOS, whatever it is, 13.1.2.b. Ah, oh, stupid thing, now it says there's two updates waiting. And you know what they've done, which is deliberate? Now other apps are starting to suddenly slow down and my keyboard is being slow when I try to type things. And bloody Apple are doing this to force me to upgrade to their crap new iOS, which doesn't have force touch, which all I keep reading about online is there's all these little bugs, far more bugs than normal. Anyway, I don't know, what do I do? Okay, talk to you later, bye. Once again, thank you, Scotty, for sending me the voicemail. Now, you know the way I feel about you and Apple products. You're, you, everything seems to happen to you, and you, you complain about Apple stuff so bad, but yet you continue to buy the products, <laughs> which I think is funny. Um, anyway, you should up, go ahead and upgrade to, and I believe it's up to 13.2 right now. I think it is. Um, I say go ahead and upgrade because a lot of the issues that you're talking about now will be gone with the new um, system, the new iOS. Um, I don't know why you hesitate to upgrade. My, my husband did the same thing. He's using a, an iPhone 7 and he's, he was on like um, iOS 13, uh, 11, I think it was. Excuse me. And he couldn't connect his... Um, he wanted to play Halloween music last night, and he couldn't connect his phone to the HomePod in the living room. And I said, well, you you know, you can't expect these things to work if you don't upgrade the software. So we spent an hour and updated his system software, and sure enough, boom, he was able to connect to the HomePod. I mean, you have to upgrade your system. Simple. So, Scotty, I'm recommending you go ahead and upgrade the system 13.2. And don't even worry about the Force Touch thing, because they have, um, I don't know what it's called, uh, you're, you're talking about 3D touch. Um, they now have force touch, and it's kind of the same thing. That you don't, it's, you don't feel it like you did before the haptic touch and all that stuff. But it's the same kind of thing. You, you'll get used to it. Just go ahead and upgrade, and you'll be fine. All right, this went a little bit over, but um, that's all I have for today. Thank you for again for calling Scotty. And you know, I love that you um, continue to send me voicemail messages and uh, podcasting through other podcasts. I love that. Anyway. Thank you all for listening, and until next time, bye.